0: This week on Inside Motorsport, we catch up with an Australian living in America and living the dream, James Davison. I hope you will stay with us. Well, James Davison joins us on the line, and James, I particularly want to speak to you after the remarkable, well, not remarkable, the fantastic effort you put in at Indy this year, getting called up at the 11th hour.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me on the program. But yeah, that was certainly a breakthrough opportunity for me in my career.
0: So the Indy 500,
1: one of the biggest races in the world, if not the biggest, and it was quite a important year for the event, having Fernando Alonso in the race. So a lot of eyeballs were on on the race, and fortunately we had a, a very strong run, starting at the back of the grid. We had quite a bit of adversity against us with the situation that led to me being in the car with Sebastian Bordet being injured and team losing their primary car. Certainly had a good showing and did my best to try win it. Didn't work out. So I'll be back again. To try again.
0: You've been in the United States now for I think 11 years or this is your 11th year over there? Yeah 12 or 13. Wow <laughs> yeah of course because uh, you're in the Formula BMW to start with weren't you?
1: Yeah back when I was 18 racing against a couple of drivers that have gone on like Robert Wickens judge in the DTM now Um, But, yeah, that that seems like a lifetime ago. I mean, we were all so young and very necessary to go through all the junior formulas and and learn the rope and the scene, obviously. I uh, was driving on circuits back then that I'm racing on now, and all that experience is invaluable.
0: You have uh, mixed it up too, open wheelers, sports car racing. How difficult is it to, one, be an Australian in United States trying to make a name for yourself and particularly back then because there weren't a lot of Australians at the highest level then and two running in different styles of cars like that
1: well firstly I think being an Australian in America is is a good thing we're obviously allies Australia and the United States American people like Australians and so we're accepted here the accent goes away with the girls as well. <laughs> like anything, experience is what helps you with things in life. And I've got to the point now where I've gained that much experience that it's very seamless for me to jump in a big, heavy NASCAR where you've got to brake two, three times earlier than you do in an Indy car. You know, I'm racing GT3 sports cars, which then the brake zones are probably in the middle. It's no, no problem for me. Um, I think you've just got to draw off of the experience and always look to be better and better. Like every industry in life these days, it's extremely competitive and yeah, you've always got to be looking to be better. So I certainly do my homework and the best preparation that I can do on simulators and watching onboard video, even my own stuff from previous years to look at where I can be better. So yeah, it's become quite seamless for me. No, no, not too challenging, drawing off experience and, and continuing to give it
0: 100% each time. This year, we talked about Indy, but you've been running, uh, what, Aston Martins and Lamborghinis?
1: Yeah, I did the first Pirelli World Challenge race at St. Petersburg. So that series is basically American GT, 50-minute sprint races, and half the weekends are on IndyCar weekends. So yeah, I had a good run in the Aston at St. Pete. we Finished second. That series has become really competitive now. Lots of international factory drivers and teams and manufacturer involvement. So yeah, we've got guys like Patrick Long and Alvaro Parent. You know, those guys have been you know on the podium at the Bathurst 12 Hours. So yeah, just to name a few, it's it's a fantastic series. But ultimately, you know, I had been racing full time with Nissan's factory sports car team the last two years, and they pulled the pin on that corporately at the end of last year. And, you know, it was a little bittersweet because their calendar clashed with the Indy 500, and that prevented me from doing the 500 last year. So since I didn't have a full-time sports car deal this year, it enabled me to do the 500, which is what I really want to do, what brought me to America, and I'm still able to do sports car races. So I have another sports car race coming up two weeks or less, a week and a half. My next race will be at Lime Rock in the IMSA United Sports Car Championship in the Aston. So I'll have a teammate because they're endurance races, two and a half, three hour endurance races, and and then yeah, got an, an exciting opportunity in, in NASCAR again. I did Road America last year and the Xfinity Series and had a strong rookie run. Uh, which has created an opportunity to come back and and do two road course Xfinity races this year in a bigger team. so i'm I'm racing sporadically this year, but doing bigger events. And it's kind of funny, I'm, I'm doing less racing than I have the last three years, but having the best year career-wise on all fronts. So I'm quite happy where, where I'm at.
0: NASCAR in the United States is much like supercars in Australia, where it has become the dominant uh, motorsport series, hasn't
1: it? Yeah, it is. I mean, that's where the television ratings are, which leads to the sponsors, and then, you know, there's more money in the sport, which creates opportunity and hopefully the opportunity to get hired if you're good enough or you catch the right break. It, it's tough. You know, it's the economy here in racing. You got, you know, a lot of drivers having to bring sponsorship to, to make it all happen. And it's no different than Formula One. You know, half the grid's got to bring, bring sponsorship. But, uh, you know, getting to a point now or closer to a point where I you know I'm starting to get more established here and and hopefully a good run in in the NASCAR Xfinity uh, road course races can put me in a situation where where I can uh, you know get hired more regularly certainly the run at Indy at the 500 this year uh, appears to have put me in a position where I can get a ride secured early for 2018. And that's very much the plan with the NASCAR races next month.
0: Is the end goal permanently in the Verizon IndyCar series, or is it to try and find a NASCAR seat?
1: To be honest with you, I'm open to both. I With IndyCar, you know, the Indy 500 is, you know, the marquee event that makes up for 60% of IndyCar's exposure for the entire season, just that one race. And that's the race that the television ratings create the sponsor interest and the opportunity to to get in an IndyCar. And all the other races are, you know, five, ten times smaller with their ratings. It's very difficult For a team to be able to hire you, uh, as a result, because the sponsors are just not forthcoming. So with that in mind, I, you know, I'm, I'm content just doing the Indy 500 in IndyCar. And, you know, I would certainly entertain the opportunity to, to do more NASCAR. So I think the first step again is just to have a, a strong run. I'm, I'm confident that we can be competitive and, and fight for it top three in these road course races and like anything in in sport or business you know your results you know help create opportunity and maybe it'll lead to being able to do some ovals in nascar and yeah see where it goes from there um, you know, there's going to be a change of the guard here um, in coming years where you've got all these established drivers in both IndyCar and NASCAR, they're going to be retiring in the next five years. And obviously, the next group of drivers are, are going to come through. And if, yeah, you've got experience and proven yourself at, at that point where the teams are going to be making decisions, you know, who knows? A, a big career break could be forthcoming. So, I've got to put myself in a position to capitalise on an opportunity like that and uh, I'm doing what I can to, to try and make that happen.
0: Well James, we wish you all the best for the upcoming races, it sounds like an exciting few months ahead and uh, we'll be watching from this side of the world uh, with great interest thanks very much for your time today on inside motorsport thank you for having me that's all we have time for this week on inside motorsport until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now inside motorsport is produced by thunder media for the community radio network